love you. Dead sound acquired. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes. So happy to have you here. <laughs> I am the Green Traveler from Gorge. We're starting a very new, exciting playlist today. Yes, a very new, very exciting, far-spanning Batman playlist. <laughs> We're talking about Batman today here on Green and Faces on the Couch. I am the Faceless Leon. Welcome, Couch Potatoes. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to take a drink of water. I can feel like, you yes. know, like when you need like a drink of water and your your talking works get all gummy i, I bet you love hearing yeah that. and all your your cords are all scratchy and everything yeah we know our, our friend recently showed us uh the images of like the inside of uh your throat your vocal cords and everything right. when you're like singing uh, and i haven't been able to get rid of that image in my head <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it makes you think when you're when you're doing a show like this it's just like huh all those like mechanics going on in my yeah. in my my throat. You would think that well, it'd be all these... safe for work, but it's not safe for work. <laughs> no, it's not. It really isn't. You, if you watch the videos of your your vocal cords or whatever your uh, whatever you call those, if you watch the videos of it, it's yeah. Somebody's gonna think you're looking at a very weird porn. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean, we say weird. Not. I mean, I don't want to. No, know, no king somebody's yum. No, no. Yeah, if you Not if you here. like that inner intersex camera, like hey, I think I get it. intersex means something other than you're thinking it means. But I meant I meant like inner, in, like in the in, body, interior sex. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think people understood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're starting a new a new Batman playlist. It's very exciting. Uh, we we have a uh, we found a website that has like a fairly strong chronological um order of films that he's been in you know the but there there will probably be uh be some that are overlooked maybe missed we're sure. definitely not doing the uh the next serial the sequel serial because uh no. today we're talking uh the batman of 1943 it was a, a 15 chapter serial yeah that was broadcast i think before feature right. films like yeah, they would they put would, a, like a 15 minute clip exactly so they would be basically they'd keep the projector pretty much running um and you know you just you pay to get in um and you sit until you know the feature length film is over and or you know whenever you want to leave it was a lot a lot looser right. uh back then and you know it only cost like a nickel to get in and one whole nickel one whole nickel and um it also nobody had a tv so you know you could really just spend your afternoon sitting there watching serials this is how yeah. people got the news uh you know besides from radio but all all of yep. the you know uh the <clears throat> clips that you see in war documentaries and stuff like that this is where the people in the 40s were actually getting it was at the movie theaters before a feature length film or they just came in to watch the the news and maybe the serials. Yeah. Yeah. And this one's uh this one's a <laughs> this one's something else. Uh but yeah. we're not going to like do the the sequel serial to it, you know. There's no, another no. one, I think 1949, they did another serial. Uh we've decided uh the faceless Leon and I were like, "Nah, we we get enough from this one. Yeah, I think we're going to so. move on from here to the next big one, which is Adam West's uh big movie um and that's the fun exciting 
you know, before we dive into what this serial is about, that's one of the fun, exciting facts is uh, this serial is the direct inspiration of the Adam West television show in the 60s. That um, makes sense to me. Um, I yeah, will it, also say that there is something in the score, especially towards the end of the of this serial set, that is reminiscent of the, the animated series theme. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if I didn't you notice that. It. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, but uh, I, I guess I don't know the the full truth of of this fact. But I read somewhere that Hugh Hefner showed this entire serial at the Playboy Mansion back in the '60s, and it garnered a lot of press buzz, and people were talking about it. I guess, and because of that, they made the Adam West serial, like some uh, huh. TV show. Somebody. Yeah, somebody was just like, Batman's doing pretty good. Why don't we uh, reboot that and, you know, make fun of that genre, you know, because that's what, yeah. that's kind of what the Adam West stuff is. It's kind of poking fun at all of it. Sure. But, in yeah. a, you know, it's, it's kind of lost fun, that fun edge over time, be. too. Yeah. 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 And I feel like a lot of people kind of look, look back on it and they don't realize it's making fun of things. They just think it's like a goofy show. And I think that's just how, like, you know. As as shows age, it kind of just loses its meaning in the moment and becomes something entirely new. <laughs> it's but that was still that was great. the Adam West Batman show. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it really is. Like every I, I, episode I can't wait I've to talk seen, it. anyways, of the TV series, I have enjoyed. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's it's very fun. I remember watching it all the time when when I was a kid because it was you know my mom worked really early, so there were often days before work where my brother and I were up at or before school. I mean, where my brother and I were up at like you know six in the morning and there's always a adam west batman episode on around that time so we just watch it why the fuck not catch you know? <laughs> it tonight on tv yeah. land <laughs> <laughs> but yeah sadly we're not talking to adam west this week we're talking uh uh lambert Hillier's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was talking to the director. <laughs> yeah. Lambert Lambert Hillier's uh, Batman serial. And, uh, you know, I looked into Lambert Hillier because I was like, I don't know nah, um, nothing. older films at all, really. And so I was like, maybe there's something I've seen. There's not. But I did see <laughs> a fun fact is that he was born in Tyner, Indiana. Oh, he's a Hoosier. A Hoosier. Boy. He's a Hoosier boy. <laughs> yeah, he directed this piece of trash, and I'm very excited to talk about it. <laughs> So, uh, I think first off, before we get into the synopsis of this, we should make it clear that during World War II, uh, it, well, really, every country participates in propaganda. It's, it's just true. And if you don't know that, then I'm sorry. You, you've probably fallen prone to propaganda. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that I have as well. Um, but in this time period, after we were attacked by the Japanese uh, government, I don't remember what the title of their their empire was at the time. Uh, after they attacked yeah. Pearl Harbor, we of course got into World War II, and we were attacking uh, the Axis powers along with the Allies. Everyone should know that as well. If you don't know that, then you've probably fallen prone to propaganda. Uh, <laughs> or our system's gotten so bad. Our system's gotten pretty bad. Um, so there is a lot of racism and um, 
demonization of the Japanese people in this propaganda because they really yes. were aiming at the time the the government like the government I know I wouldn't say so much as paid but maybe commissioned Hollywood to make propaganda yeah and yeah and <clears throat> I mean no joke in this in this serial Batman is not a vigilante because that right. was taboo back then he couldn't yeah. he couldn't be a, a vigilante the government wouldn't have it uh, so he was actually a government agent working yep. undercover in Gotham City. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous to think Batman ever worked for the government like that. Right, right. At it least like, in this serial, there's so. uh, Douglas Croft plays Dick Grayson Robin, and there's this point where they get like a telegraph or something. He's like, "Oh wow, we Batman, your first real assignment." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like a kid. He, like they got a, uh, I'm sure the actor was like twenty some years yeah, old or he whatever. Look but like, like a kid to me. <laughs> it's so funny because like I didn't, I, I didn't know if you had noticed when I texted you this, but like I discovered as I was watching this serial, it bothered me a lot. Was that Robin? It, you know, uh, uh-huh. Douglas Croft. He's like, he's this young guy. He's very skinny. He's got pale, thin legs. And whenever there was a fight scene. Boy, did he buff the fuck up and get hairy ass thighs. Like, it was hilarious. I'm watching this show and I'm just like, wait, those aren't his legs from like two minutes ago. I kind of like, wonder. The- I mean, I'm a leg guy. I look at everybody's legs. Oh, okay. And so and there's like, a lot of yeah, Robin I was watching legs. This- there's a lot of legs there's for a lot Robin of it in yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and boy, was it very apparent whenever the stunt double stepped on in because it was, it was a joke, man. I was watching this. I'm like, man, I mean, to be fair, it's black and white. It's early era yeah. of, te- of television kind of thing. So it's like, I get it. I'm not going to like knock this movie that fucking hard for very apparent stunt doubles. Right. But like, you could have gotten somebody that at least looked similar. Uh, we're like, going to shave your legs. Beefy. You're going to what? How dare What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no French lady. I think you're thinking about that wrong. <laughs> Let's cut that. <laughs> I am a French lady. <laughs> I am a French lady. Oh, cutting it all. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> but no, it was, it was very obvious. And Batman was less obvious. Um, his outfit is an absolute fucking joke. <laughs> like, he, he literally has, like, cat ears. Uh, more like bullhorns. More yeah, like they're more yeah, like they, horns. They do are. They're more on the side of his face than on the top, for yeah. sure. It's just like a pullover cloth, too. Like it's not even like a good cowl or anything. There is one point actually that he takes it off, and there's like these snaps in the front, and it comes apart oh, down okay. here, and he pulls it off. And I'm like, wait a minute. And that's something I want to kind of track as we watch this, and we'll see how well I remember. I want to see how many times they actually physically take the mask off. Because I remember Michael Keaton or maybe Clooney or Val Kilmer t- taking it off, and it was super rubbery, mm. and it looked awful. Yeah, yeah. I remember that <laughs> shot from something. Um, it might be the second uh, Tim Burton movie. It, I, I think it was in that. Mm. But anyways, I want to check that. Cause, yeah, when his eyeliner disappears. Yes. <laughs> so um, they, they took off the mask, and I thought, Man, that's probably like one of the most practical ways I've ever seen Batman take off his mask. 
like in a live yeah, action. Just a couple and, clasps underneath the chin. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Uh so but I mean, beyond it doesn't that, make, it's it doesn't pretty make bad. up for <laughs> Yeah, it's it is just a joke. It is hilarious. Like legit like dude in pajamas with tights over his you yeah. know his pajamas. It's it's so funny. And like they did a better job with his stunt double because most most of his face is covered, you know, the the Lewis Wilson, the guy who plays bats, he's a a fairly normal looking guy in the mat in yeah, and out he of the mask. Blend in with anybody, which honestly works Literally, pretty well with uh, Batman's yeah. Master of Disguise uh nonsense. Yeah, so when whenever he switched into uh uh the stunt double, it was harder to notice. You can kind of see a change in how well the suit was fitting. Sure. Because like on Lewis Wilson, it's a little flabby and he's not the, you know, he's not ripped in the gut. But then when his stunt double stepped in, you can see that there are abs and the, that the suit fits a little better. Right. But it's, it's harder to notice his stunt double than it was Robin's. Robin's was super easy. Like whenever you just saw hairy thighs, that's, you're like, hello. That's when they take this, the venom. They gotta take the venom. <laughs> yeah, he's too young. Like, he can't just fight with Batman. He's gotta get pumped. <laughs> they both take a I little bit of venom. I get my steroids. My venom. And venom. <laughs> it's bat venom. It's okay. It's it's FDA it's approved. <laughs> it's bat DA approved. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about yeah, that- the synopsis. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's look into it. So, uh, uh, Bruce, you know, Playboy millionaire. We don't have to tell you that. I hope uh, he's not actually. That's just his cover for Batman. I hope we didn't have to tell you that either. Exactly. Um, yeah, he he's actually just a government agent. That's right. He's actually just a government he's a super agent. super spy. <laughs> uh, anyhow, he's like kind of say seeing Linda Page, Shirley Patterson, and uh, she comes to him. Very distressed because when she went to go pick her uncle up from prison, uh, he he was a businessman and apparently he did some fraudulent things or at least uh, was accused and convicted of them. Got yeah, as you do, as you do. But you know, it, yeah. it was the twenties yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. when right. he got right. out. Just of sure, just getting out of prison now. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> she goes to go pick him up, but he's not there. And that distresses her. And so Batman is on the case. And uh, so we find out, uh, you know, before Batman gets there, because of irony and you got to know who the villain is and everything. uh, Very melodramatic this is. Um, Yeah. We meet... uh, We we meet this, like, Carnival Barker guy. I don't remember his name. I think it was Bernie. Uh, but it might have been a different guy throughout the serial because um, uh, this is, like we said, this was done in 15 parts. It was edited to, to kind of feel like one long movie. Yeah. A three hour and a th- like a three and a half 40 hour. minute long movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. It's, it's longer ridiculous. than The Batman. Yes. It's and longer tells than... less of a story. <laughs> it does. I, I like finished it. I was like, hey, you know what? Like. Story-wise, I thought it was okay for the first hour, and then this the last hour, was, uh, the middle hour could dude. just be gone. It has no relevance to the actual plot. I was getting, I was getting real pissed because I was like, they sh- they show alligators like in the first or yeah. second uh, serial, and I'm like, all right, motherfuckers, like you better have what, what's the uh, um, whose gun is it? Chekhov's gun. gun. You better have yeah. Chekhov's gun. Like if those alligators are not used to kill somebody, I'm gonna be pissed. 
And then, by, like, I was getting super pissed because by the 14th cereal, nothing yeah. had happened. And the 15th cereal, it finally fucking happened. I was like, oh, jeez. That was one hell of a setup. <laughs> I was like, my God. <laughs> I was just, like, so relieved. I was like, all right, you guys earned back half of a star. Like, <laughs> So, you find out. Uh, that this hall of uh, terrors or tunnel of terrors, whatever it is, that this carnival barker right. is uh, uh, selling. <laughs> it's a little, it's, it's a like little the tunnel wide. Of love, yeah, but... it's like the tunnel of love, but they converted it to uh, have a uh, depiction of Japanese soldiers killing American soldiers and other. Yeah. Uh, it very much, uh, very much villainizes them and you know if if they were having any reports from the pacific war at this time they were pretty brutal to their prisoners in this time period uh there were a lot of reasons to be uh, afraid um but obviously this depiction does not help us see them as human and that's what the, the filmmakers wanted but uh, you get to the end of the tunnel, and it, it turns out there's a secret passageway to the laboratory and offices of Dr. Deka, played by J. Carol Nash, I believe, or Nash. Not sure. Yeah. It's N-A-I-S-H. Um, and he is very clearly in yellow face and doing an accent. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what I think is kind of probably the most shameful part of this is that he might be the most talented person in the cast. <laughs> it's sad but it's true. It's, it's, it's very sadly true. Yeah, he is an, an original villain solely for this serial. Right. I don't think they've ever brought him back, rightfully, so they should never bring yeah. this back. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like I get where the times were, but, yeah, this is so – it's so terribly racist, but – yeah. He does make a a decent um, villainic villainist performance at times. Yes. Like there are so many it's moments where I'm just like melodrama, but yeah. the fact that it's racially charged is just so exactly. gut churning. Yeah, uh, to the yeah. modern lens it's, for sure. Uh, yeah, and it's it's really just the the whole uh, <laughs> the whole plot is dumb because it's just like he's trying to steal something. He's trying to. Yeah. Um, he, what was the so, thing he's trying to steal? Radium? Radium in the first thing, but that's because he wants to use it for a device that uh, a superpower device to give to the Axis powers. Uh, and he right. also is making this spy ring with American industrialists. Like he is kidnapping um, defamed in, industrialist economists, um, scientists of all sort to be in his spy ring and help him make these things for the Axis powers. Uh, very sinister. And if they refuse, <laughs> uh, he turns them into zombies. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, it is. Imagine, hilarious. imagine they didn't have, they did not have good like CGI or any kind of a thing. So it's like, so the effect of him turning people into zombies, he basically lowers this, like um glass kind of helmet over them yep. 
and it just it fills up with fog while there's like ele- like electricity going around and everything mm-hmm. and you can see that the actors are fucking terrified <laughs> because it's like I gotta you know give it that to Linda real... Page at the end of the movie she seemed pretty yeah. composed yeah she did a decent <laughs> job but there wasn't much to happen when she was in it there was like a little bit of fog that started up and then they kind of cut uh, away maybe from they it killed it down yeah everybody else everybody else you can see them literally like gritting their teeth like holding on to the arm like it makes it look good because you're just like oh man they're definitely terrified but no in real life the actors are fucking horrified trying not to breathe because it's just filled (laughs) with smoke who knows what that that is is. yeah 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 (laughs) it was it was hilarious and sad at the same time because i'm just watching the whole thing i'm just like oh those poor people (laughs) they're being tortured right now Uh, like legitimately and they're probably not being paid that well so (laughs) after the death trap is taken off of them they get this like little like metal swirly doodad put on top of their head called the the zombie yeah. control module. And <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. I'm not sure. I just finished it. It today. is. I, I, I think you're right. And yeah. they put that on top right. of their head like a a little hat that you're trying to block the aliens with. And then he <laughs> then he uses a microphone to tell them what they want to do. And uh so that's what happens to her uncle and long story short uh batman it does some actual detectiving there's a lot more detective work in this than action fighting uh but there's still some of that right and it's it the action is actually kind of not bad for you know especially for the 40s like Mm -hmm. they're definitely throwing punches they're definitely some of them are landing like it's choreographed but like you can tell that it it really felt like some fights like it's 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 decently done like i will give it that the fighting is is the like the only part that i was enjoying because then you got to see hairy legs yeah (laughs) honestly when you said the choreography is really good i just remembered uh linda page uh dr daka being like linda page smack batman (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's fun there's there's like there's a lot of hilarious moments like it's not um it's not unwatchable it's kind of it's i mean the the racism is unwatchable there's a lot of it where i just tuned out because i was like oh fuck again Uh, you know but uh, there's a lot of it at the same time that was kind of just like i would be laughing because it's funny dad like yeah, I mean, in the time it was great, you know, it was for the for 40s, I'm sure it was fabulous. But like nowadays, you know, we've seen so much better that it's just kind of watching it. It's just right. like, oh, this is so silly. And, it, it's and, definitely yeah. only worth watching for the historical context of. Yeah. What did people used There's, to do with Batman? <laughs> because Batman yeah. is an institution. And, and, Batman has been here uh, for everyone who is alive's life. Exactly. Yeah. And, and. Fun fact: This one, this movie is uh, this serial is a, a lot of firsts. There's a lot of uh, changes that this serial made to the Batman franchise in general. It's it's the first time you have a Bat Cave, although oh, they really? call it Bats Cave in this. Oh, dude, yeah. yes, the Bats. Yeah, cave. It's, um, and, and the Bat Cave has a secret grandfather clock entrance that's very iconic very of classic, Batman. Yeah, first first time in this film. It, they this is the first film where they come out of a, a grandfather clock and that's their entrance to the Batcave, and you know it's that that was a big change but another big change and probably the biggest is before this serial 
Alfred was a fat little white guy. Really? And this serial, yeah, this serial or the, yeah, this, uh, this movie was like, hmm, what if we made him a very skinny, tall English guy with a pencil thin mustache? And that uh-huh. is now his look forever. Like, and I, and I love, I love their Alfred. Their Alfred is, uh, who is that? Uh, William Austin. He's uncredited, and but yes, William Austin. And also his name is Fred I Beagle. I loved it. Alfred Beagle. Fred Beagle. Alfred Beagle. Oh. <laughs> Alfred Beagle. <laughs> yeah. It is still Alfred. That's hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of like, a lot of weird characters that they just didn't, um, cause like there's a James Gordon character. Yeah, but his name is—he's just like Captain Captain uh, Arnold, something. Captain Arnold, Captain Arnold. That's Let's right. See yeah, if yeah. I can find him, Charles C. Wilson. Carl C. Wilson, you found it before. Yeah, me. But yeah, yeah I like their Alfred is so. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know anybody either. Like Lewis Wilson, like that was like the biggest problem with this movie is whenever Batman is on, like Bruce Wayne is on screen, I didn't re- recognize him. Right. I just thought he was another another guy from the sixties <laughs> or the forties. And then he plays like, uh, yeah. Chuck White. Then then he goes in disguise as Chuck White, and they keep on referring to it like throughout the movie. Yeah. And when he came out, I was like, okay, yeah, he looks like the same guy, but also not. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they really like. I was just like, is that a different guy? Like, I don't, I don't know. It kind of looks. I, I haven't been paying attention to what Bruce Wayne looks like. And then Linda Page comes in. She starts calling Chuck White. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's not him. And then I realized, oh no, he's supposed to be under in disguise. That's right. I remember now. I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> now all these faces blend together. The only one I recognize is uh, um, Douglas Croft as Dick Grayson. It's because he's so fucking young and has curly hair. Yeah. Like that was the only way I. Uh, he was the only one that stood out. Well, I guess Alfred too, but like. All the other people, they were all the same. Like it was, it was hard for me to like remember people after a while. I was just like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like <laughs> these people showing yeah, up. I'm this just is like, all true. Right. Like especially the is- people who sit around Doctor Dickus or Dacus table. Uh, fuck, yeah. I don't know yeah. any of them. And they bring them back like movie. one by one to the Batcave, and I just forget yeah. why they're there. Right. <laughs> oh, there are some like really funny things about uh daka's laboratory like the entrance uh from the the cave of horrors or whatever it is like the person puts a hand up and i never quite got it like it does an x-ray and there's like a patch with a five and and that's how he knows that it's them and that they can come in i'm like okay but why does why do they know that Suddenly, in the last serial, when Batman uses the pager and his hand gets x-rayed, there's a bat on it. (laughs) 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 How did Batman know what it was going to do to send that signal? Slash, what is the thing actually doing? What is it doing? (laughs) I don't think I noticed that at all. That's so fucking funny. Like, they kept on, like, kept it. They kept on showing this image. Of the hand with the yeah. five on it. And I was like, okay, maybe they'll do something with that eventually. And and I thought maybe, you know, Batman would put his hand up there and it'd just be a blank hand. But no, it has the bat symbol. <laughs> and there's no reason for it. <laughs> that's fucking wonderful, man. Oh, that's, that's, that's this whole movie. It's, it's just like, it's ridiculous. But like, there is there is enjoyment to be had, but it's not good enjoyment, honestly. Like it's it's nah. ludicrous. It's just insane. It's like, oh right. my god. 
This is where Batman started. This is his big like cinematic breakthrough. And it's it's like it's like, well, who was the first Batman? Lewis Wilson. Who? who? <laughs> and and the serial, apparently the serial, um the sequel serial, I mean, the one that we're not gonna talk about. Um, new Batman, new Robin, new everybody. Like apparently it's it's a sequel, but a completely new cast. Yeah. I'm just like I believe All it. right. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I don't know. It, it's it's forgettable. I definitely won't be coming back to it. No. I don't know if we're ready for closing yeah, statements. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I I found it, you know, there's a lot that's just hilarious about it, though, at the same time. Like, it's, it's, it is funny. Especially, like, Robin running around yelling Batman and Robin when they're acting like civilians. It's like, sounds like a job for Batman and Robin. Let's go, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, shouting that out yeah. in the middle of the street. And then Batman is just like killing people left and right. right like every single yeah. uh every single chapter like ends with him near death. Like there's one where a plane just crashes and he's on the plane, but he just like walks out of it. He's just like, Oh god, that was weird. Well, too bad for the three people that were in the plane that just died that I didn't save. Yeah. You know, like that's the government for you, man. He's a government <laughs> agent. You gotta remember that. He's not he's I, not a vigilante with a rule. He but I I don't think he directly killed anybody in the movie but a lot of people died because of batman in this movie that's for yeah, damn yeah. sure that's for damn sure and you know i give it one and a half stars you know the racism brings it down a have a shit ton mm-hmm. um and then like you know it, but it's still funny like it doesn't fall into like the absolute trash don't watch it it, right. it does have some redeemable qualities and historical aspects and stuff that, you know, right. like a lot of the Batman firsts, you know, it's it's nice to go back and be like, this is where the Batcave came from. This show right here. Like, oh, that is pretty it's interesting. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So for my closing And Alfred's statement, hilarious. Alfred is hilarious. He is a super scaredy cat. I like him more as like an ex-mercenary type like they have been. Doing I do too, yeah. Uh, and I guess we'll talk more about that come uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> plus, Batman, Batman and uh, Robin are driven around by Alfred, as are <laughs> Bruce and yeah, Dick. Yeah, all like, the time. How is nobody recognizing what's going on? <laughs> the same car, same license plates. Same car! <laughs> they just take the top down. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, so I'm going to upfront give this a half a face. It's, it's, I, you know, I don't really care for it. It's obviously extremely racist. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, man, I mean, Batman even uses a slur, uh, in the, yeah. in that last serial. I was going to say not for, not for the entire, like, I thought they were going to get away with it. I was like, okay, you know, there's a lot right. of slurs going on, but Batman hasn't used one yet. And then he drops like five in the yep. last chapter alone. I'm just like, oh, yep. there you and go. They really wanted to nail it in in that last serial, what this was about. And it's yep. about uh, making people mad and angry and hateful towards Japanese people. And I, I, I want to express how difficult life was for uh, Japanese people in America at this time. Uh, one thing mm-hmm. that we do not talk about enough in this nation is how we interned all the first and second generation uh, Japanese immigrants um, Mm -hmm. during this time period. Basically, like, you know, we can say, oh, well, it was better than, but 
it was very similar to what yeah. Germany was doing at the same time. And, you know, we, we yeah. talk so much about that. And, yeah, yes, hit, their camps were about annihilation. That is for sure. But a lot of people died and suffered very badly in these internment camps. And so we, we need to talk about it. And I think that's why this is historically relevant, because it is, mm-hmm. it is from a time where our country was very willing to incite the anger of its own people. And we've seen that happen in our own lifetime, not necessarily directly mm-hmm. from our government, but but a part of it. Sometimes, sometimes directly from our government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my sad, yeah. sad note to end it on. <laughs> but I felt like it was Bring worth saying, worth uh, mentioning. No, uh, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. It's important. And, you know, we should Wee-hoo. do it. <laughs> Pick it back up. Don't bring us down. (laughs) No, that's... It is important to say, and uh, we appreciate that you bring it to the table. Oh, thanks. Because, yeah, yeah, it is... uh, This this show, I I can't recommend it. I don't think you recommend it, but we'll be back... uh, We'll be back with one that I do recommend. Yes, definitely. Uh, and, And I will say why I don't recommend it. If you are curious from a historical standpoint like we were i think it's worth it for that but you don't have to watch the yeah. whole thing you can you get it from yeah, the no, first like, half an hour of watching it yeah three and a half hour long fucking movie and i got like an hour and a half in and i literally thought maybe i could just stop now you probably you know, maybe i don't have to watch the last <laughs> two hours so i was just like i don't know but the, like honestly what was driving me was the the stunt double stuff because i like pulling that out yeah. whenever i was watching the the fight scenes i thought that was funny to look for i like the was, practical to effects to. too like yeah like you know and you also actually saw batman doing chemistry and uh yeah. all yeah. these different things that actually that batman actually does but is glazed over for the action bits mm-hmm. so i appreciated it but for it's that. just it's just three and a half hours long. Yes, it is way too long. Uh, I wish somebody would take it, pare it down, and edit it out the racism, but that's impossible because of the villain. <laughs> yeah, the main villain, yeah. I'm sure that the sequel so is less racist. I can't claim that for certain, though. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We're not going to watch it. War, so. it. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to jump straight to a... Uh, a more hilarious time. Yes. And I can't wait until we talk about that next week. But until then, uh, thank you for joining us. I am the Green Traveler from Borsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com. Or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.